and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers in creative. This is Katherine Lankline and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Kristen. Yes. Did you plan for 2020 to be our best year ever? Oh, it was going to be the best year ever in all <laughs> facets of my life. Why do you ask? <laughs> I ask it because things did not go quite according to plan, I'm going to guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm I had guessing, to give up on a few of the, the ideas I had. I think there's a lot of businesses out there that felt 2020 was going to be their best year ever. But you know what it ended up kind of turning into be? Mm, not so much our best year ever. Challenging and personally too, I think in every way. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Every way indeed. Um, But regardless, we need to plan again for the future. Yeah. So we're in, you know, the getting to the near the end of the year. And so that's when we do planning for our business. And I think most businesses Mm -hmm. do, do planning kind of near the year end, getting ready for the next year. And I, I feel like the challenge that we've had is we're planning because we want to and need to, we mm-hmm. want to just flail along. But like, what do we plan for? How do you plan for something when you really don't know what you're planning for or around? Yeah, and I think um, 2020 was kind of like a recovery sort of survival year for a lot of people. Yeah. Just um, make it through. Let's just make it through. <laughs> um, but I think you know, now that you pass through that, it's like you know, now we have to plan. You know, in this new definition of business you know it's this is the card that's been dealt you know this could go on for a while still um and i think a lot of habits have changed and certain things are going to stay the same because it's working um so um now that we now that we know what we know now we can make plans i think and how to make it um a good year yeah i think that's a great point thinking about um and, and I have stopped saying this now, but, you know, when we get back to normal, because that's gone, because, <laughs> you know, in May, we all thought that was going to happen. But the reality is, you know, life will return to something more fun where we could go out and interact and go to concerts and have social lives again. Like all of that will come mm-hmm. back at some point, no doubt. But I don't feel like it's not like suddenly we're going to flip a switch and go back to exactly how it was. Like right. you said, we've we've gone through this first of all we've lived through it and we've over that time especially because it's been a long enough time we've changed habits Mm -hmm. that some of those habits aren't going to snap back no and some of them actually were kind of good things you know we discovered about ourselves too you know i i think that you know given um the circumstances uh people's priorities have probably changed you know what's important to them has changed and i think some things in business have changed that you know, people were maybe hesitant to try, but they're like, you know, this is, this is kind of okay, you know, and this is actually better, or this is going to help the business or help the clients or help our um, employees. So let's just keep doing it. Um, so I think that maybe part of planning and, you know, as we've been going through the process, things we've been talking about are like, what is changing? Mm-hmm. Like, What's going to stay the same as it is right now, Mm -hmm. which is different than it was before? What will change when we sort of do come out of the pandemic time period and Mm -hmm. go back to, you know, wherever our future normal is? What do we think will change and and be like then? And then what actually will snap back to where it was? Like there are some things that will just come back, like people will travel again or whatever, you know. 
but maybe travel will look different. Right. So it's kind of like what, what will stay like it is right now? What will go back to how it was and what will be even different than either of those things? Yeah. And let's say, let's just use this travel for an example, since you brought it up, you know, let's say that people in your company traveled all the time. Was all that travel necessary once it was automatically just taken away? You know, does, um, that priority change and people feel like they can handle customers with a zoom call versus seeing them in person for the day or things like that. So these are the sort of things we're talking about and how do we plan for that? Um, again, knowing what we know, you know, what works, what doesn't work and what we want to maybe even push a little harder on. Yeah. So what, like that's a perfect example as you're doing your budget for next year, maybe you're thinking about travel for mm-hmm. your business and, um, and figuring that out, like you might say, well, in the beginning of the year, we're not going to travel anywhere because who knows, but in the, in the end of the year, we might. So what actually do we need to travel for? Right. Like maybe we're going to go to one conference, but we expect all the rest to be virtual. We're going to do, you know, like you said, go visiting customers. We're going to do, you know, two trips where we can see seven customers on each and that's it. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be like on a plane five days a week like we used to be. Right. Right. And so, um, not that we were, no. but, but, some, For example. but some people were, I <laughs> mean, I, I know people who literally, you know, flew out on Monday, came home on Thursday, right. every single week. Yep. That's, that was how their job functioned. And so figuring out like, what do you think, like, what are you going to do right now? But you're in just kind of a certain situation right now, mm-hmm. but then what will it come back to? And it, and I think you're right. It won't necessarily look like it did before. Right. Because now all these people know that they could do their job and see their kids too. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> they didn't have to travel as much. And again, from a business uh, standpoint, the bottom line on that is huge savings. I also, even from the client's standpoint, now I don't have to charge you for me traveling to right. see you. Right, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, so the that... money I'm saving could trickle down to my client. Too. Exactly, so exactly. I think that, you know, that that's just like one specific little piece of, of business, but it could have a huge impact. Mm-hmm. Just just your travel line could have right. a huge impact. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, a, a lot of it that we have thought about is that like, what, what's happening right now that just has to keep happening? What will we think return to just what it was before and mm-hmm. then what will the like new version of it be right. maybe it won't return to what it was before but it has sort of a new version another thing that we've been looking at is just trends like mm-hmm. in different sectors of the world economic trends hr trends you know all, all kinds of different things like that like just doing some research right Right. And that's a great place to start. You know, what are other people doing? You know, um, one of the things that is definitely front of mind for us is, you know, do we need this much office space? You know, we always would have everybody in all the time. Um, we would have uh, the people who interviewed come in. You know, we would have, you know, sometimes events here and things like that. But, you know, do we have to have all this space all the time? Um, so that's one thing that, that we are looking at. And I think a lot of companies are looking at too. There's been a couple of companies that have already declared, you know, everybody's working from home now, you know, this forever. worked out great forever. Yep. And now we don't have to have a lease and we don't have to worry about all the expense that goes with that. I mean, that's one thing that I think people can look at. Um, do you just need a smaller space? I mean, that's one of the things that, you know, we're definitely looking at too, is it just having something that's smaller. Um, but that's one of the trends that's happening and that, you know, it's something that we could plan for for next year. You know, how, what would that look like? You know, if we um, had a smaller space or, you know, people are still working from home or what does that all look like? 
Yeah. And I think there's so much great research out there. Like there are organizations that do this work, like that's what they do. And so it can be, you know, sort of thought leaders like a McKinsey or, you know, an ENY, mm-hmm, those kind mm-hmm. of places that you can find more general, you know, economic or your industry organization. Yes. Like if you have an yes. industry group or association that you work with, like we found great information from them. And part of that, you know, like when we were planning, you know, what we think our revenue goal should be for next year, mm-hmm. we looked at a lot of that industry research because we said like, these people do this research all day, every day. Right. Certainly they have a little more insight than we do. Like we right. don't, we don't know at all. Mm-hmm. We have no idea. <laughs> we were just making a guess. What, you know, <laughs> what to think or what to pick. All we know is sort of what this year has, has been, but then we can tap into their research and they're looking across lots of businesses mm-hmm. in our industry and they're, and they, you know, do this projection stuff all the time. That's what they do. So, I think for us, it's been really helpful to tap into those third party resources Mm -hmm. where at least we have some confidence that they have a little more um, logic and reasoning around how they came up with their information. And the manpower, too. I mean, anybody can, I don't want to say anybody can do it because they have professionals. But you know what? If you really were tenacious, you could probably dig up a lot of this information, create your own report. But But they've already done the work. They have a whole research staff. Yeah, and they're professionals. So just take advantage of that. And they offer a lot of it just online. And um, that will take out a lot of the guesswork as far as your planning. I can say that, you know, for the research that we have done, um, there was a general loss in business for most companies of about 20%, 20, maybe 30. So if you are in that space, fear not, you are in the same boat as everybody else. I mean, there are obviously some companies that have fared, you know, far worse or sometimes better, if the, depending on if what they pivoted to. But that's something to look at as far as plan, you know, I don't expect things just to snap back, you know, once the calendar changes um, and we're all going to gain, you know, 40%. So now we're, you know, 20% higher than where we left off. Um, But you can at least take that and understand, you know, the growth, you know, projection Mm -hmm. and plan accordingly to that. Yeah, absolutely. And they all, you know, they have their mathematical models or Mm -hmm, whatever. mm -hmm. And so, like you said, they have teams of experts doing that. And I think you also can see, trends of what other businesses in your industry are doing and whether you choose to do it or not is up to you if it fits for you but like you know if you're an if you're a restaurant then maybe the restaurant association has some statistics around carry out or drive-throughs or whatever and you think about like oh would that be an option for my restaurant mm-hmm. and, and it may or may not be right because it may not work for you but um at least it gives you insight into what other people are doing that can help and mm-hmm. and you can get that insight sometimes from peers too but oh absolutely. I feel like I feel like industry groups have just such a broad vision you know they mm-hmm. usually have you know a thousand or thousands of members so they have just a bigger pool that yeah. they're pulling from what I like about that information is that it provides kind of an average because I then I'm, I'm like okay are we average mm-hmm. because I want to be average I don't want to be like right. you know you find out that everybody has a 20% loss of business and you're you're at like 60 or something yeah. like that because then there's something horribly wrong right. but if you're kind of an, like I said with everybody else there's a little bit of comfort to that mm-hmm. um, and then you can reasonably expect to sort of be with everybody else exactly on the uptick too exactly <laughs> you know we're all like I said we're all we're all going to hold hands and grow together again mm-hmm. um, versus, but it's just a, a great way to kind of self-analyze too. And 
also maybe you have to make drastic plans too if you're below that curve somehow. Yeah. Um, it gives you a point of comparison. That's exactly, a great point. and that that will help you move forward too. But you're like, okay, what is what is everybody else doing? What are they? What has been successful for them? I mean, that's pretty much what you're kind of looking at in some of these reports, um, or in some of the research that you want to do to help you plan, um, because you might have to make a big change. You know, you might have been very comfortable with um, your processes the way they are, and that, but then suddenly you're seeing, okay, well, everything is doing this now. So here we go doing this. And one of the we always refer to restaurants, and I think that's just because it's been one of the most hard hit areas. And right. there was a great segment on television about you know some of the very very upscale restaurants in new york and things like that doing carry out and what they would do is um they would have you know everything arranged in the containers um but they might also include uh, some small instructions on how to properly plate it or present it or to put when to put sauces on and things like that so they could have that same experience at, at home because they take it, I mean, that's their thing. They take great pride in this food, and it's got to get to your place still warm, and they want it to still look pretty. So it's an experience versus just some food. Yes, absolutely. I actually had that same experience with one of our most beautiful restaurants in, in Columbus, the refectory. It mm-hmm. was very similar. It had low instructions, how to properly warm everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was... It was not like going to the refectory. Right. It's a beautiful space and everything, but it was really, really nice, and and we very much enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, and it, it, it did make hurts, it more enjoyable. It probably hurts them in their core. I'm sure it that does. they cannot present that to you the way that they want to. I'm sure it does. But they have to change because they want to be around. Right. They have <laughs> they have found a way to still do what they do in a way that works right now. Yeah, and it's not forever for them. I yeah. mean, people cannot wait to go back and sit there. And I think they are open now, you know, uh, under limited, you know, reservation and things mm-hmm. like that. But um, but if you can't get a reservation and you still want that experience, you know, because you want to celebrate something, that I think is a great option. Yeah. Um, and so actually, I think that's a lovely segue into thinking about, you know, we're talking about all of this, like, outside research you know industry organizations and big you know thought leader kind of groups but then I think you have to really bring it down to like your particular business and situation Mm -hmm. you know your priorities and values so like your example those really beautiful high-end restaurants didn't suddenly start I don't know doing something that was not aligned with their values but they changed Mm -hmm. you know maybe they changed to a more limited menu of only you know dishes that they knew would travel well yes right but they didn't suddenly start being like a hamburger and fry place right you know they didn't entirely change who they were they they still tried to stay as true to their values as they could but they adjusted in a way that would work you know for the current situation and so I think that's what you know, that's a little bit of like, you know, the art of the planning is like, you can gather all this information, but then, you know, for us, then we have to decide like, of all of this, what are our priorities? Mm -hmm. And what still, you know, fits with our values of who we are? You know, what can we change and adjust, but still be true to our business? Absolutely. And our clients and our talent, you know, our employees, all the all the stakeholders that matter. Mm hmm. And a, a plan, like in, in that example, might be, you know, like there will always be a set carry-out menu. But if you want a f- more robust experience, you have to come in for that, you know. And, yeah. you know, once we're allowed to, you know, be a little more open with going into places, 
um, that's the, the level of change. Another example might be, you know, like I, I do love Nordstrom, you know, because of the customer experience of that. Um, but I've, if I have to buy something, it'll probably be online at this point versus going in. But there might be a point where I want to go in and have that salesperson truly help me find maybe an outfit that's right for me or the perfect gift versus me being online and having to sort through and sift through stuff myself. Mm-hmm. That option is still available, but how can Nordstrom make it that experience so wonderful for me online and when I go back into the stores too. So those are sort of things that we can kind of plan for, you know, in our business too, you know, if people don't want, I don't, I don't want to say don't want to be seen, but they don't want, you know, um, to interact with people personally because maybe they're so uncomfortable with it or they just mm-hmm. like having Zoom calls or things like that. That's where we get to pivot and that's where we start to plan for things. Now, here's yeah. how we do full service via Zoom call and here's how we do full service via in person. Yeah, exactly. Like that's a perfect example for us. Like we really care about getting to know our clients, getting Mm -hmm. to know our talent, you know, really understanding where they're both coming from, making that great match. So we had to figure out and we will, you know, continue to figure out how that happens in the future world. Mm -hmm. Um, how we do that virtually, right? Because, you know, we, we're not willing to just say like, well, we're just not going to learn those things about our clients and our talent because it's super important to Mm -hmm, us and that's how we do mm -hmm. a good job. So we have to figure out how we can still do it in this way. We're not, we're not wholesale throwing things out that really matter to us. Right. We're just adjusting it, you know, to a new version. Right. Um, Again, people, especially, you know, the people that are younger, that are really super comfortable with all things digital. They might, never want to leave the house you know and uh, we we have to make sure we can adjust to that and not say well we won't talk to you if you unless you come in right you know that sort of thing or dealing with clients if they're super busy you know it's 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 I think great that we can just get on somebody's calendar by literally sending them a meeting time and uh you know set them up with a like a zoom link. call or a video, <laughs> video link of some kind um and and it's just easy. They just know they have to be at their desk and click a button and they don't have to worry about cleaning their office or being in their office even in general. Um, they could take that call anywhere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are the sort of things that, and the flexibility that I think we will be planning for going forward because it's yeah. been working and people are comfortable with it. Yeah. So it's figuring out how all of these, you know, changes and trends and, you know, ideas that you're seeing out there, like how they align with your business or your values and not everything's going to be a fit. Like mm-hmm. you, you won't necessarily do everything that other people are doing. Right. But you might do some of it or you might see a way you can do it, you know, that, that suits you. Or that's unique to you. That's that, unique to you, that which is even better. Too. Yes. <laughs> and then I, I think there's a lot of, you know, prioritization. I heard this great thing recently, which is like, you know, we always say priorities, mm-hmm. but really like the word is priority. Like there's only one, <laughs> right? Right. Like you really can't have priorities uh-huh. because there's one. Something has to come to the top. But in our world, you know, maybe you have three, <laughs> three <laughs> to five. Um, but I just think that's interesting. I always remind myself of that. Like, but there can really only be one because you only do one thing at a time. Um but, you know, because you'll have all these ideas and, and opportunities and things. So then you have to really start narrowing down. And I think that's a big part of the planning is it's deciding what you're going to do. But in some ways, like at least for us, a lot of times it's by nature of deciding what we're not going to do. Right. Like, yeah, here's 20 things we could do, but we're not going to do these 10 for sure. Right. You know, it's like we we almost decide by elimination in some ways. Yeah. Too. It, and this could be a great time to really, you know, plan 
for um, stopping or starting something that is profitable or non-profitable too. You know, we have fallen into some, you fall into some bad habits, you know, the longer your business goes on and, you know, it might be a great time to really analyze, okay, going forward, we found that this was the most profitable, this was not. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to really push this and, you know, maybe still do this, but just not as heavily, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so that's a, a great way to kind of plan for things going forward too. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. Like, is there something you have to let go of? Or maybe that you maintain, mm -hmm. but you don't try to grow. Right. You just let it sort of be because you're, some other part of your business is growing or mm -hmm. another customer segment is really, you know, more in line with what you offer or whatever. So, um, like, that's planning, mm -hmm. planning to not do anything with this. Right. You know, and that's that goes, planning, too. Yeah, and that goes with... Um, in, connects with so many different businesses too because there might be you know let's just say that you're a paper company and but you also have had labels for a while nobody really orders the labels but you have a couple of clients that always have them so you're not going to stock as many labels you know or the ones that are the most popular those are the only ones you're going to have or and that but you're really going to you know push something else and you know th these are the sort of things that you ha are kind of discovering people have truly needed this past year have lived without this past year and you can, you know, plan ahead based on, you know, it's just some of that history that you've had in a, a somewhat of a topsy turvy year. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, like you said, you may still hold on to a little bit to serve those absolutely, customers because absolutely. that's a, that's a, a valued service that they depend on you for and you don't want to leave them hanging. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I guess I would say like in that case, hopefully like maybe they're a good customer that, that buys other things from you. Mm -hmm. And so you just kind of provide this as a benefit for them. Yeah. I have another great restaurant example for this too, <laughs> because um, what people were doing um, or a lot of restaurants were doing, they were not having their whole menu available for a lot of things. It was just mostly the things that made money. And so they had asked um, this one restaurant, you know, why do you have the, the sausage on here? Because it doesn't make any money. Um, they said, because we have this couple that come in, they've bet they've com been coming here for the last 20 years and they always order the sausage. So we will always have that on the menu for them for when they come in. And it's, it's really about just serving the customer versus making the money. So there'll, there'll be, you know, things like that, that you want, want to hang on to because you have just a long-term customer that just, you know, comes to you for that and that's it. And you want to make them happy and, you know, you may not make a whole lot of money on it, if anything, but, you know, you're always going to be there for them because, you know, maybe they'll just order an extra drink that one time and you might make, you know, five bucks or whatever. But I can guarantee that, you know, they're telling their friends that that's their favorite place to go. They always have it for them. So, you know, that sort of thing is is also really important, too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think like, you know, we've talked about all of this, you know, how you like gather all this information and collect ideas and maybe sort and sift through them. And then ultimately you have to put it into some kind of a plan. Right. Right. <laughs> and put some numbers to it. Yes. Your employees will appreciate that. Yes. Put some numbers. <laughs> you to will it, too. You know? And, um, I mean, I think at least for me, that's the part that just becomes like you make your, best guess like mm -hmm. you don't know yeah no one you, knows. Well, you gather all that research like we had said and then you have to somehow figure out how does all of this work for us right and what what do we think realistically we can accomplish mm -hmm. we can you know get done we can launch we can grow whatever mm -hmm. what do we think is realistic and then um 
and then we, at least our process is we do some calculations against that. And then right. we look at that as like, is that realistic? Right. Because sometimes you're writing all this stuff down. It's like, yeah, sure. We could do all this. It makes so much sense. And then you start adding it up and you're just like, there's no way. Like, that's, right. that is insane. And I think that's a good checkpoint because you can really overcommit yourself to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or the other side of it is like, okay, well, what would it take to make that happen? Right. It might be like, okay, if that's really what has to happen, then what would that take? Well, actually, we're going to have to actually hire two more people. Mm-hmm. And you say, okay, you know, then we'll commit to that. But, you know, it's all trade-offs, right? And yeah. you have, I just think like having that reality check is really important. Right. Because all of this is being built on a foundation of not having that best year ever. You know, so you are digging yourself out a little bit out of a hole in most cases. So yes, this year, right. So this next year could just be, let's just get back to where we left off, you know, Mm -hmm. and then the next year we can um, build on that. But I mean, there's always that potential of you, your next year is the best year ever, but um, it's about doing that research and about, you know, having a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, for me, I think, and you said this kind of earlier in the conversation, like this year, like 2020 has just felt like, you know, I think for everyone, you know, personally, business, whatever, in every way, like just survival year, mm-hmm. just have to get through this year. And then I think that next year is like, okay, for, we want to make some plans. So we feel like we have a little control of our own destiny. Yes. Right. <laughs> like you don't want to just go, or at least I don't want to just go into a another year of, you know, who knows, and you're just like, pulled here and there by mm-hmm. the whims of what's going on and and that does not mean by any stretch of the imagination that we think we have any control over what's right. going to happen so we might put together this plan that we think totally makes sense and is reasonable and whatever and then in february something happens that blows it up like we don't know right but we're not willing to go into the year just saying like well, we don't know, so we're just not going to do anything. Right. Yeah. Or we're just going <laughs> to... We're just not going to make any plans because who knows? Or, or just, you know, fly by the seat of our pants for yeah. like another, you know, 12 months or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, there's a lot of things that we have gathered and you know, you know, here's what happens when everything shuts down. Here's what happens when people have to work virtually. So based on even your own experience, you know, start coming up with a plan, you know, and right. then take the I mean, experts we have plan and... nine months of experience or something right, now, right. so... You know, we're much more knowledgeable than we were in April. Right. So you can figure out how, what do those next steps look like, you know, as we, you know, kind of, you know, work into next year, you know, hopefully by, you know, mid-year 2021, things are starting to get, you know, where we can start socializing and things like that, you know, work that into the plan. Also plan for a worst case scenario. You could always, I always like to have like about, people always say don't have a plan B, but I always have a plan B. You have a B and a C. I do have a, exactly. (laughs) And I, and I, because I I don't like that feeling of not knowing, I guess. So like, here's the plan, but if this happens, then we'll shift over here. Right. You know, at least we have thought about the backup yeah. idea. The backup to the backup. The backup to, to the backup. The, yes, the backup to the backup. <laughs> um, and I think that, at least for me, I would say in in my life, and I'm saying business and personal, I don't know if any year has been like exactly why I planned it would be. That you know? is very true. Like, oh, Even I, good years, you know. Like, I started out in January with my little checklist, and by December 31st, I'm like, yep. Everything happened just like I thought it would. Like, I don't think that's ever happened. Right. And sometimes it's because something like 
totally unexpected that was great who knew that was going to happen mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. opportunity or whatever and then sometimes because things you didn't expect like a pandemic happened you know who knew that was going to happen either so I don't feel like you make plans and this is for me personally too like health plans or whatever I don't make plans to like structure my life and think this is exactly what's going to happen now I have planned that out and I have control over everything <laughs> it's more just to like have some goals and direction mm-hmm. because if not, I'm just like getting up every day and like who knows? around. Yeah. <laughs> who knows what I should do today? You know, at least it provides some direction and um, things to look forward to mm-hmm. and, and sort of be excited about. And then, and then you still deal with whatever comes along, good or bad. Yeah. And I think that is a good idea, both personally and professionally. I mean, I think um, while this, year kind of knocked us a little bit back on our butts, you know, and, you know, vacations were canceled and, you know, there was no concerts and things like that. You know, think about what can I do next year that so this doesn't have the same feeling as this year. And if you have team members, I can tell you, I can guarantee that if you have a plan for them, that is going to help them like you would not believe because, you know, they just kind of want to know what's going on. And if you say, oh, here's what we're going to do, here's how we're going to focus, here's where our focus is going to be, um, they'll be able to do their jobs a lot more successfully, um, If you, especially if you have them so all working virtually, too. Yeah, that's a great point. It, it just provides a level of, like, comfort and, um, I, don't say, I guess, security mm-hmm, or stability, mm-hmm. maybe, is yeah. the word I'm thinking of, but just, like, a little bit of grounding. Yeah, everybody wants to know where they're going. It's not like just get yeah. in the car and start driving. We're going to eventually get to the West Coast. Right. Um, but I'm not going to tell you how to get right. there. <laughs> and if we're driving along and there's a giant boulder in the road, then we'll go around it and we'll figure it out. Right. But at least we're going to start out in the car going this way. At least in the proper direction. <laughs> we're we're going right. to start out this way and then we will deal with whatever we encounter. And our plan is to stay on this road, but there might be a change in plans. There might be a detour and then we will have to follow it. But, yes. you know, we're going to we're gonna head out in this direction and I I think you're right it's for you know personal life too like you're making me think about you know for next year like picking some sort of goal that I really can accomplish Mm -hmm. because I'm probably not taking some big trip to Europe or something so what can I do that I do have to look forward to so it's not I'm not just thinking about the things that I lost or that I can't do well I can't do this or that you know what can I do you know that I can look forward to because it is reasonably can happen exactly and I really pulled back this year as far as travel I mean I really did not go anywhere and I'm I always like to go somewhere Um, I don't want next year to be like that so is there something that I can plan out is there a version of travel that you could do that can happen yeah you know that can genuinely happen yeah so I think that um you know planning it helps you you know be realistic about what's coming and and try to you know, get ready for it, but it also gives you something to look forward Absolutely. to. Absolutely. A little bit of hope, a little bit of excitement, and like you said, just something to look forward to. Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau, and we hope you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, don't hesitate to email us at questions at PortfolioCreative.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend.